up, y'all, and welcome back to the another episode of the Respect the Combat podcast. For those that don't know, my name is Mr. Donis Key, and with me, as always, is my co-host with the most, Mr. Trico Fullerton and Lashley, 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 Lashley. How you doing, bro? What's good? What's good? Um... Nance, it's been a crazy uh, week of sports that just happened. In case y'all didn't watch Monday Night Raw, we uh, gotta... should we let's wait up on that before you just because we'll end it with that. But I just had to wake you up a little bit, <laughs> just trolling. But as always, we get the mainstream highlights. But as I said last week, this is a crazy crazy weekend we've got ufc 259 with a triple title fight scenario all but one title is on the line with revolution and we also have the nba all-star weekend crammed in on one night with possibly only three commentators let's shall we just talk about what had happened yeah, let's get to it. All right, so these mainstream highlights. Man, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship is officially retired and will become one with the IWGP Heavyweight title, and the new championship will be christened the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I don't know how I feel about that one. Did you have was, the, was that in a was was considered a main ti- a mid card title? Basically, think about the Intercontinental and W in the states, where the Intercontinental Championship was always seen until now, second in command, and almost you would say the title you want to get once you get done with that, depending on how your reign went. You could easily see yourself in the main event scene. But then they fused it in 2020 with, okay, let's fuse it and make it official last year just because we wanted to find something to have two nights for, you know, which I understand like wanting to do a two night thing and, crown a double champion but to fuse the belts just because you don't want to do two separate title matches is so weird you know because granted i would love to see wwe do that because they have too many titles but you have to think especially now the iwgp u.s title is in or in orlando and jacksonville which we'll get to in a sec but i kind of just had a spoiler from last week but the Intercontinental was still in Japan. The Never Open Weight title, which is kind of that bridge. You're on the almost like the opening, like one or two opening three matches, but you're high up on one of those opening three matches, ready to hit that mid-card territory. You just have to see what you do outside of that. And it's one of the more hard-hitting, but the Intercontinental title division with that includes Jericho. 
always has been one of those strong horse, like workhorse titles. And then, of course, the singles belt goes straight to the heavyweight title, which I always thought was the world heavyweight title. But now they've made it officially the world heavyweight championship, which I don't know. But it is what it is, you know? Yep. And just to say this title had a great legacy, I'll just go over some of the noble champions they had in its 10-year life. Not even 10-year. It was like nine. Like the title was turning 10 in May if they would have just kept it. But notable champions that are in other places right now. MVP, Shinsuke. We go down the list. Kenny, the former Michael Elgin. And I say former, we all know why. Jericho, as I mentioned. And, ooh, a host of others, man. It was just crazy to think. And Shinsuke's the record holder for the, not the most com- reigns, but most combined days. Naito has the most reigns. Abushi. Being a Bushi was the one that retired it just because, and a lot of people can blame Okada, but it's just been a weird couple of years for New Japan's management. But we'll see how this change goes, especially since they don't have access until um, either, I don't know what's going to happen first. Outside of New Japan Strong, they don't have access to the U.S. title unless they work out a deal to wait to the end of the pandemic because Mox can't leave the country. And he's still, and I guess we could say that now, since he beat Kenta to retain the title, he's still in Florida and having to travel just to Cali for those tapings. So that's going to be interesting to see that. But unfortunately, that was the only other title retention that we got over the last week. Nia and Shayna retain the women's tag team titles. Woo! So I didn't dive in on our Patreon exclusive for our second tier, our $5 tier. But the fact that Adam Pierce basically Adam Pierce and another male referee screwed up the finish after a legal tag was made. I'm like, okay, this goes deeper and Regal's going to have to do something. But In which which he's going to make an announcement next week. But if we had to give our predictions, the way the interview was, he was interviewed in the back of the way he was, it was like the uh, the old evolution with all women pay per view event. So I'm guessing that they might make a NST women's tag team title championship. That's just my prediction of what just happened. I mean, they need to do something because that that finish was just garbage. Because Dakota wasn't even legal. The stupid second ref that came out there because at the behest of Adam Pierce. And if this ties into the Roman Reigns head of the table storyline, I'm dead. Because I have a gut feeling that's Adam Pierce's excuse. I guarantee it. It's gonna be it's gonna tie into Roman and Jay. 
because you know Nia is for those that don't know don't know Nia Jax is one of Roman's cousins so it's just going to be funny to see that but we actually let on this week's Dynamite we had Jericho Jarrah show excuse me and Shaquille O'Neal in the same arena first time since 2016 let's break down both Big Show said he has a major Hall of Fame caliber debut that he's going to announce on Sunday at Revolution, which we'll get to after the break. But then also, Shaq Diesel had his debut match, his return match, like I said, since WrestleMania 32 against Cody with Jaden Red Velvet in their respective corners. And the match was just all over the place. I mean, Shaq looked like a beast out there. So, like, he definitely was trained for it. Well, it did train Billy Gunn's kids for Sunday. Like, stay away from the ramp or you're going to die. Because Shaq legit almost killed both Billy Gunn's sons in front of him for trying to taunt Shaq. One of them legit tried to hit, bash him over the back with a chair. And I'm like, what? Shaq's going to destroy you. And he did. But can we talk about the bump that he just took? Are we talking about the one that Cody basically showed him what a table is, what two tables are, or the one where he basically fell through a new AEW trope of getting kidnapped? Hmm. I would say the table. That was a good bump. Granted, they just didn't judge the distance. Because I guarantee by I had to watch it a couple times because I thought his head clipped the guardrail. Well, I can say two things about that. One, Cody just reminds Shaq that he is the giant killer, as he mentioned. And no, I don't I hate that name one and two. Like he had to pin him to prove that. He ain't pin him, he took them both out, and Shaq was in pain. And then I guarantee you, somebody on NBA on TNT. Charles Barkley. <laughs> you already know. This is going to come up during the All-Star game. Chuck had something to do with that random disappearance. Chuck had something to do with that random disappearance. I guarantee it. But you can't arguably say that Gimme J won. Oh, yeah. I'm Like, the second that match got turned from... The second Brandy announced she was pregnant going into the end of the storyline, which, thank God, it's over. I hope. In which it ended uh, with Jay doing um, Beth Phoenix's move. Oh, that glam slam was... That glam slam was beautiful. And, and then... Jay's first AEW match. In her first match on a big stage. It was crazy. And speaking of big stages and two African-American women... Bianca Belair confirmed that she will be going for the SmackDown Women's Championship against Sasha Banks at Mania. And Which for the, all uh, uh, let me finish because I know what you, I think I know what you're about to say, and I, I was just going to finish it in a statement. But for which means for the first time ever, two African American women will go on one one on one for a championship at the Showcase of the Immortals, 
now you can hop in. I mean, we all knew that that, that was going to happen. They was kind of teased us for a second. Like, they want them to be as partners just, like, for a couple of months. And then... Reginald should not have even... the. This gets me so irritated that Carmella and Reginald had to st- stick their noses in, mainly Reginald, for the longest. Like, this is why I don't want Carmella anywhere near the title, because every time she's near, like, the women don't get to even have a promo. Which I feared and have a prediction that Carla- Carmella might sneak away of getting another title opportunity at Fastlane. Which, uh, I don't know, it may not be true, but I have a scary feeling prediction about that. Well, I mean, they need to figure out what the heck they're going to do with Asuka instead of starting in a one-on-one. Because nobody wants to see that match. Even some of the wrestlers' parents don't want to see that matchup. Well, that's if Asuka can get her teeth fits before then. Well, we'll see. Like, I guarantee you it's just, like, a crazy dental job, but we'll see because even Joe, Samoa Joe admitted, like, COVID has messed up his recovery process with all the concussion protocol he's going through. But speaking of concussion protocol and African-Americans that are doing crazy things, and as I started this with Lashley, he is now officially recognized as the third ever African-American WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Granted, I hope his reign is actually good because the way it started was pretty much predictable because he beat Miz. Do I need to say more? Uh, Nope. Uh, let me put it out the, the, this way. Um, even though The Rock was considered the first, but like he was kind of mixed because he was like uh, half black and half Samoan. Half and then, Canadian, half Canadian American, half Samoan, yeah. Exactly. And then when Kofi Kisa won, they considered him as the first full, Af- full African to win the title. And now Ashley yeah. is the first African American to win the title. So I would just say the He's first the third African-American. Let's just put it, call it for what it is rather than like just put, snapping a first on it just to be like, oh, we have the first ever. We have the first ever. This is the first ever. I'm like, I'm done with just first evers. Just call it for what it is. You had the third ever African-American world champion. Don't try and jazz it up just to be cute and call it the first ever. Because if you want cute things, we could talk about either the Young Rock being out right now, or we could talk about Soldier Boy up in this. Oh, because Young Rock is out now, and for those that don't know, it is a tell-all story now on. Is it just NBC or is it on Peacock? Uh, on NBC, it airs NBC on Tuesday. And then the next day on Peacock, streaming on Peacock. Okay. And I put it as an autobiography because it's a tell-all story from The Rock growing growing up, then traveling with his dad, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, to becoming the people's champion and bona fide Hall of Famer that he is to where he is now. So telling 50 years, 
nearly 50 years of a man's life via an episodic series. And, and then possibly a future president. Like I said, close to 50 years of an episodic story. And I think that will be very interesting. Unlike the fact that a one-hit wonder from 2007 is calling professional wrestling fake and calling out Alexa Bliss for stealing a dance from 2007 that he created while calling wrestling fake and about to get punk kicked. This view was so random. It was so random. Let's admit it. You need to stop. You need to stop for right now. Because first of all, why would you do that? First off, he caught, he basically, oh my gosh, he almost robbed every African-American wrestling fan of Bobby's moment from the timing. Because it was legit. I went to sleep. I think we all went to sleep Monday night after Raw after Bobby choked out Miz. And then he called wrestling fake. We all woke up to the aftermath of him beefing with Randy Orton, Cultaholics, Adam Pachiti out in the UK, and Alexa Bliss. I mean, has he not learned his lesson when he almost got beefed with uh, with Chris Brown? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh no. Well, this is just, it's so weird to even talk about Soldier Boy in 2021, but yeah. Or shall we just call him Draco? I mean, if Soldier Boy come into WWE and if there's rumors of Bow Wow coming in, WWE is going to be slowly going to be Jeff Jam fight for New York at some point. Well, we all know if Bad Bunny ends up anywhere near Wrestle on the card, if Bad Bunny ends up on the WrestleMania card, that's all you he would, I guarantee you he would be because that would just help like get people's attention. The casual fan, yeah. yeah. And like I've said this so much, this time of year is not for the year-round fans. This is for the casual going into Mania. And what other way than having the – and even I think I was watching – listening to Keep It 100 and Disco Inferno even said this. Who are the biggest – Celebrities now. Like, AEW's been bringing celebrities that were big in the 90s. Celebrities and names from the 90s. They haven't brought in any celebrities that are big now onto Dynamite. And the biggest ones that they could probably get, Logan and Jake. Imagine Logan and Paul and Jake Paul in a wrestling ring. Whoever does that will be the talk of the town forever. I think... Both are starting to use TikTok more, but it's still, like, weird. But, yeah. However, something that is not weird and something that is a little bit of a prediction status, shall we talk about UFC 259? Let's get it. With these triple title fight predictions. So, our first... And I'm only... Touching on the main card, I am not touching the pre-show because that is another, at minimum, ten fights. Yeah, that, that, and we I, already have revolution with like ten fights. We're talking about after the break. I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Yeah, the main card is what is what matters. I don't think even the low card even matters. 
it kind of does for like the future, but the now new. No. So Tiago Santos, Alexander Rancic in the light heavyweight division. So you have a number two and a number four. Possibly the winner gets the maybe in contention for the main event. I'm going Tiago Santos. Hmm. I might have to go with uh, uh, Redick on this one. Oh, okay. So you think a number four is being a number two? Okay. And then number 14 versus number 15, just to get into seedings for the light heavyweight title, Islam Mahavik and Drew Dober. To be Man. honest, I don't follow either because I don't follow lightweight division just because there's so much going on. But I want to say Dober. And it's too close at the bottom of the division anyway. I'm saying um, Mac Macavet. Okay. Now we get to the triple title fight scenario. Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling for the bantamweight title. And I know Peter Yan won it last year with one of those divisions that is so razor thin to where it just recently had a title change. He just recently won it last year, like I said, after the whole TJ Dillashaw scenario. And I'm like, do I want to see a retention or an – I just want to see champions retain. So I'm going Peter Young. What do you think? I mean, this one could go either way at some point. Like, I think all three of them can. Everybody has one-punch knockout power. Yeah. But if I had to choose, I'm going to go with Sterling. Okay. So – and new. This one is a pickup from what was the disaster year that shall not be named on this channel show no more. And trying to re I would say redo this match. And it is for the women's featherweight title. Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson. I almost want to say and new. Cause Anderson, I believe, is taller than Nunes. And with that height and reach, I think Amanda is just going to, like, you have to just respect, like, that. Yeah, she's got, like, five, four or five inches in height and then her three inches in reach. I feel like Anderson, especially with her boxing, can easily get her. And whatever reason Amanda couldn't do this fight last year is going to catch up with her. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And uh, like I said before, this one can go either way too, but I'm going to have to go with Amanda News. So you've got two and news. I've got one and new and one and still. Whereas the main event for the UFC light heavyweight title, one. Bohovic versus Israel Adesanya, UFC light heavyweight title. And if Israel Adesanya wins, he becomes the first person, first man ever in UFC history to simultaneously hold the UFC middleweight and light heavyweight championships. Do you see history or do you see an and still? This one could be a, a a close fight but um it, it won't be easy for him 
but I'm gonna have to go with Akasana. The will win it. You're going on Asanya. Yeah, like I said, it may not be easy. It's not gonna be an easy fight. This might go at least like four or five rounds. But I'm going. If it goes in. five rounds, it goes to the judges. So you think it's either yeah. going four rounds or to the judges? Uh, at least four rounds. If it goes to the last round, then it might be a split decision, and uh, whoever wins by the judges will win. And know who they want just out of just publicity and what this means. And I know it's not a sign. Yeah. You know, I think one has a opportunity of retaining slightly, but I, you see three end news. I see two end news. And this is one of the end news I see. And for that history making mark. And then it's all depends. Do I see Robert Whitaker or do I see freaking Dominic Reyes in Adesanya's future. That's going to be the story of 2021. Do I see Robert Whitaker? Do I see anybody else, man? Robert Whitaker or Dominic Reyes. But I or could one actually shock somebody and put on a crazy fight? Wait and see. And speaking of wait and see, we'll see y'all after the break. Uber Eats is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app. By adding grocery and convenience stores, they can reach more people who don't want to go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app, enter your address, and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop! And just like that, we are back in man. We have had one of the craziest weeks, and it just keeps getting crazier. Like, of course, as I said, this was going to be an insane week, and we have a one prediction now and we're getting to the second half of the predictions in a little bit but thoughts man oh yeah so with all that main street stuff now let's get into the stuff that's going to be happening uh, sunday this, yeah this we sunday. touched on the saturday stuff let's hop into sunday yeah and i'm gonna let you take over because you know more about the all-star weekend and all-star night than i do so of course, yeah, the uh, the All Star uh, weekend will all culminate uh, this Sunday. Normally, it'll be like a three day weekend, but due to COVID and safe uh, protocol restrictions, it all gonna come down to this Sunday. So, uh, so starting tonight. So even though it normally be East versus West, but the way it's gonna be is gonna be Team LeBron versus Team uh, Durant. So tonight they're gonna do a draft pool. And then each captains are going to pick uh, who they want on their team, starting with the starters and then starting who's going to be on the bench. And then afterwards, going into Sunday's full activities. So the three-pointer and the skills challenge will happen on the pre-show before the All-Star game. And then lastly, the, the for the halftime show will be the slam dunk contest. And then all that is going to be this year is going to be at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. 
uh, originally this was supposed to be in Indianapolis this year, but which is uh, we ain't clear hometown, but um, it's going to be on on 2024 for Indianapolis. So they're going to have that, but but this year it's going to be in the ATL. So that's what's going to be happening for the All Star Game. Make sure you turn in. It's going to be all to be on TNT. If they can find that, find out what Chuck did to Shaq. <laughs> I'll put it like this. So after the whole table spot, they stretched Shaq out to an ambulance. Cut back from commercial. Nobody's in the ambulance. <laughs> so you know, some way, shape, or form, Shaq will find himself on TNT on Sunday and all roads are going to if even if he does or does not show up on TNT on Sunday to sell whatever happened all accusations are going to lead to Chuck I guarantee it because who else is he beefing with outside of Charles Barkley right now nobody he wouldn't even beefing with Cody that much I mean Kenny Smith might say something too so no, he doesn't view with Kenny as much as he does with Chuck. He does not roast Kenny as much as he does, Chuck. Like, even when he was announced that he was going to do the match with Cody, he was about to back elbow Chuck in the face and fight him. No, let me take that back. He did that stupid back elbow around Kenny, but he legit was about to physically do it on Chuck around some plexiglass. So, yeah. But that's all. That's Sunday on TNT. Let's talk about Sunday on BR Live. Whatever pay per view provider. It's BR Live, bro. It's not whatever pay per view. It's BR Live because that's the only one AEW runs through in the states. Yeah. But let's talk about some Revolution. And normally I don't talk about pre-show matches on here, but AEW did confirm their pre-show match. And this is the order that is on uh, Wikipedia, by the way. Not the order I would normally put these matches in, or I think AEW is going to put them in. Probably the order that they announced them. But Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. If Rebel is cleared after what Nyla did to her. (laughs) Which this match... One of the, one of the four of them, and I hate to say this because I got on the soapbox last week. Should I op- reopen the can of worms? Because this makes me so mad right now. I know. Yep. That this match is happening because there's no way Nyla should have been in the final. Nyla should have not have made it out the second round. And yet, not only did she make it to the U.S. final, she made it to the overall to the grand final. Moving on to the main card and the first match for the love of Papa Buck, it's Matt and Nick Jackson defending the AEW World Tag Titles against his attackers, Jericho and MJF. I say a new. I would say new too because um, the chemistry. Santana and Ortiz. Uh, the reason I, uh, the reason I say new because with the new chemistry between Chris Jericho and uh, MJF, they want to keep that momentum strong. But 
it may cause some, some tension with the inner circle. It may, could be. So that's where I think, because you notice like even how they reacted after Conrad asked about MJF, I mean, Sammy, both MJF and Chris's reactions. I'm like, okay, Santana and Ortiz have always loved it. So you mean to tell me a tag team that's been a consistent tag team, not only throughout the life of AEW, but for years, is not going to want to rip the heads off of anybody holding those belts and get those belts. And Jericho and MJF have been teaming for what? Five minutes? Not only five minutes, but like a couple months, though. Yeah. Ever, like, I would say ever since MJF uh, joined the inner circle. True, but do you see them not gaining the jealousy card, and that's what leads to them leaving the inner circle? I see I, that's that's going to be the departure for Proud and Powerful from the inner circle. And then you're down with Wardlow, MJF, Jericho, and Hager as the inner circle. So it's going to, this is just going to lead to a bigger thing. And this whole inner circle and Jericho babyface turn will happen probably in May. But to get there, you got to get through Jericho and MJF. Next match. Do you see there's any reason Starks and Starks and Cage are beating Darby and staying in a street fight? Nope. Moving on. Because that, that feud needs to die. Well, wait. Let me just say this. Uh, there's a question of how they're actually going to do this match. Is this going to happen in the ring? Or is it going to be like a cinematic match? I don't care. I just want this feud dead. Yeah. I just want this feud gone. Because they did the same segment or similar segments for the last, like, three months. Move on. And the match that kind of is infuriating, one that is going on, and two, they keep revisiting. One that it's going on because of the setup for it, but it could be a very good match, depending on their history, is Sheeta defending against the winner of the Women's Eliminator Tournament, Ryo Mizunami. Do you think Ryo beats Sheeta? Especially with the language barrier from Japan to the States. I mean, this can go either way, but I might have to say uh, Okada Shida retaining. Shida retains, I agree. The weirdest, one of the weirdest matches on the card, Hangman Page versus Matt Hardy, and somebody's losing three months of their, their salary, their merch earnings, their salary, their merch earnings, everything. They're losing that in this match. So whose paycheck goes to who? Uh, I would say whoever loses is going to be their, you know, it's going to be their, their back pocket. Uh, it's like, hey, yeah, you got sales? Give me this money. It's mine. Yeah, you got this? Oh, this is mine. You know what I'm saying? It's like being a pimp to your head. It's not necessarily being a pimp, 
However, it's basically every like three months salary and somebody's going on EDD. I'm thinking Paige is going on EDD because of the stuff of the Dark Order and it will be Matt Hardy. I feel like this will be the thing that will cause Hangman Page to join the Dark Order. Yeah, but this match. Yeah. And I'm thinking Matt Hardy's taking it and Page and his loss will be willing to join the Dark Order and Page will get his run back at some point between Sunday and Sunday and Double or Nothing. And I'm going to need some water before this next one just because there are a lot of names and a lot to go off of. I'll tell you on this one. So we the have... Face of Revolution ladder match for the number one contendership for the TNT title. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Pentagon Jr., Lance Archer, and Max Caster. Who wins and why? to go against Darby? I don't think, uh, for one, I don't think it's going to be Cody because I hear there's a rumor that um, he might be turning heel soon and then try to go after the AEW world title, even though that back then when he lost to Jericho, he cannot uh, feud for the title no uh, uh, no, no longer. You know how I feel about going off rumors, especially on this. And just sticking to the facts, man. So, no. I but hate yeah. just relying on you rumors. But there's another, uh, but here's my fact, though. I think one of the, uh, it's either Scorpio Sky, Lance Archer, or Pentecost Jr. Uh, winning this match. I say Scorpio Sky just because of how he was on commentary, basically presumed he was a turning heel. This match may turn. How he wins may fully turn him heel since he split from Daniels and Kazarian. And we'll go from there. Next match. And this is where Wikipedia kind of messed me up. I'll say, nah, I'll put that match at the end. I was going to talk about, but the next match, which definitely needs to end the storyline. And this feud needs to die. Like one of the five involved, one of the six involved with it is even on the IR injury reserve list. And at is Miro and Kip versus Orange, Cassie, and Chuck Taylor. For the love of God, Chuck and OC need to end this. And this should have been Trent, but Trent, we all know, hasn't, for those that have been following us, know he has a busted pack that is going to take him out probably till quarter four. Who you got in the tag match? Well, I'm going to have to go with uh, Orin Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. And also, let me say this. Like, Dynamite Cutter already spoiled that this is going to be the opening match. Yeah, the- which I don't mind that. Just letting us know that this was going to set. The only time I mind when part of a card is kind of spoiled is like when it's rumble season, when you're actually telling me who's the order of people in the rumble. I don't want to hear that. Which that's why I was like, uh, unless it's a stipulation, a match stipulation prior, like you win, you get number 30 or you lose and you get number one. I don't care. Don't tell me. But with that said, there is actually another tag team match 
a tag team casino battle royal for the number one contendership for the AW World Tag Team titles. Bear Country, Silver and Reynolds. Bear Country versus Silver and Reynolds versus Uno and Stu versus Santana and Ortiz versus The Butcher and the Blade versus Private Party versus Top Flight and still more possibly to be announced. I'm going if SCU is in this match. If SCU is in this match, I am going SCU. But if they are not, which I don't think they are, it's proud and powerful. Reason being, the Jericho and MJF stuff. Especially, this is the reason why I say Jericho and MJF are going to win. Because proud and powerful win, MJF and Jericho win. You've got two-thirds of the inner circle going at it. And then you have the security just fighting each other. Do you think MJF actually plays nice or plays stupid? I think he plays stupid. I'm long-term booking, but thoughts? Um, This match could go either way. Um, Did they add um, Pac and, and Ray Phoenix to the match? Because I saw they, they came out during the end of Dynamite. That so, was like one of the they- TBA, but nothing official yet. Which is so weird that I, you know, there's going to be a pull apart brawl with just everybody either associated. Did you say they added? Yeah, it's just weird. So move on from yeah. the team. Yeah, because I do think other than that, it's going to end up proud and powerful versus MJF and Jericho, and that's going to be your feud for the quarter two for the tag belts. And. Oh yeah, what? Who do you think will win? Because if um if Pac and uh, Ray Phoenix are added to the match, then that's who I'm gonna go for. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking storyline purposes, especially with the titles. Unless because there are sometimes when the tag, because the only one that does, division that hasn't had long term booking around their titles is legit the Women's Championship on Dynamite. They might have had it on social media. They might have had it on YouTube, but not on Dynamite. Every other division, including this one, has. And Proud and Powerful versus Jericho and MJF, I feel like that one is going to be a good one. But speaking of Tell Death Do Us Part and divisions splitting, Kenny Omega defending against Jon Moxley in a world championship exploding barbed wire death match. Somebody's been watching too many Japan tapes. Mm-mm. And this is why I said the gun club needs to stay away from the ramp. Listen, listen, listen. If you guys have not watched their previous unsanctioned match, that happened before. That just take it to this going to take it to another level this Sunday. I'll put it like this for anybody that is unfamiliar with this style of match. And thank you, Excalibur. I'm going to paraphrase from what he said, but outside of a fire bro. So you're going to have landmines tripped all surrounding the ring. And once they are triggered, they are 
and once one switch is flipped, they're all active. So if you go to the ring floor, you are possibly going to be around something explode. There will be explosions. And oh, I'm safe in the ring. If those are regular ropes and regular cables, you may be safe unless one snaps. This is a ring of barbed wire ropes. You ain't safe. Either you're going to get sliced up or you're going to get blown up. And this is why I say them goofballs from whether it's Billy Gunn's Academy, the Nightmare Factory, like they don't need to be at ringside, especially for this match. Because somebody will die. And if you are not being careful, Shaq jumped two of them. It, imagine if Kenny or Mox get their hands on one of them in the middle of this and they're just chilling and not paying attention, they could die. Because I've watched a couple and those are live. Everything around that is live and deadly. So this is not for the faint at heart. And it takes an acquired taste. But I'll tell you this. Something that... But who do you have before we go to this? Uh, I would say... I want Moxley to win, but I think Kenny's going to win because he might do a feud with, um, you know, the Swan. impact of which one to become the... Uh, the collectors would to hold the title, the name to be in the collector titles. The collector. Oh, yeah. So basically, stealing all scenarios. I, mean, I was going to say Kenny, too. But this may be the match to write Moxley off because how far is Renee? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because she may be coming close and they needed a reason to write Mox off. I just don't think an exploding barbed wire death match. Would have been the thing to do. <laughs> this is definitely going to be pre-taped in an empty arena. I can guarantee that. But I'm going Kenny. And, man, something explosive that you guys don't need much to even think about or just chill and listen to is this. And also us on Patreon, the little snippets of episodes just like this are now available for just five bucks. Or you could just join our Discord for just that measly little dollar. Or if you want more discounts in a monthly AUA, join that put me in coach for those ten dollars on patreon.com backslash official R O R respect the official OTC or just search Respect the combat podcast on the Patreon. I am so out of it. I love it. Any last and final thoughts, man? Yep. So, uh, question, y'all. That's for all our fans out there. Which one y'all going to be turning into? UFC 259, the All-Star Game, or AEW Revolution? So, do you feel like paying 50 bucks? hundred dollars plus or do you just want to kick back and relax for free have a good weekend everybody see you next friday